Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looked downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? And he replied to him, what sort of things? They said to him, the things that happened to Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But they were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Jerusalem. And besides all this, it is now the third day since he took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us they were at the tomb early in the morning and they did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of us, some of those with us went to the tomb and found just as the woman had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart you are to believe that all the prophets spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at the table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us when he spoke to us on the way and opened scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they had gathered together, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted on their what had taken place on their way, and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. My brothers and sisters, the gospel, the good news of our Lord. There's a, um, I'm trying to remember where it is, I can't, I think, I want to say in Germany, but I'm not sure now. There's a tabernacle door anyway at a church 
and the artist who designed it did it like a window pane with four pieces to it, one, two, three, four. And on the first one, first panel on the door, he has um, six water jars, like from the wedding feast at Cana. And then on number two, he has five loaves and two fish, the Sermon on the Mount. And number three, he has 13 people sitting around the table, Last Supper. And then on the fourth panel, the last panel, he has three people at a table, the road to Emmaus. Now, let's take a closer look at that. Uh, so number one, he has the six water jars. At the, at the um, wedding feast at Cana, he turned water into wine. This is a preview of the Eucharist, not water into wine, but wine into his blood. So at the wedding feast at Cana, you get a preview of the Eucharist. Then number two, Sermon on the Mount, the loaves and the fishes. When he took the five loaves and the two fish and fed everybody, that's the promise of the Eucharist that was going to happen again. Not multiplying the loaves and fishes, but multiplying his body to feed us spiritually as we go through life. Number three, you have the Last Supper. Now, we know the Last Supper. We celebrate that on Holy Thursday, the institution of the Eucharist for the first time. And then the fourth panel, which is the road to Emmaus. So we have after the Last Supper, which really is a celebration of the Eucharist for the first time. You know, you really rightly could call it really the first Mass. Now, let's take a closer look at Mass. As we have four parts to Mass. The first one is... The gathering, right? We, we come together. Number two is the liturgy of the word. By now you should know all this, right? Number three is? Number three? Liturgy of the Eucharist. Uh, uh, and number four is? We send you home. We send you home, the dismissal, the sending rite. We, we send you home. That's what Mass is. Gathering rite, liturgy of the word, liturgy of the Eucharist and then the sending. Okay, now, look at the road to Emmaus again. The first thing we have is the gathering rite, where they met on the road and agreed that they're going to travel together. Second thing you have is the liturgy of the word. What did Jesus do? He explained the scriptures to them. This is what it's all about. Don't you understand that? Then, number three, then they had the liturgy of the Eucharist. He took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. Liturgy of the Eucharist. And then number four had the dismissal. He disappeared, but they, had, they knew that they were sent to go back to Jerusalem to tell the apostles what had happened. It's the exact same Mass that we're celebrating today and every day that we do. Now, let's take a look at that third part though, excuse me uh, um, liturgy of the Eucharist what's the first thing we do preparation of the gifts stand at the altar, blessed are you Lord God of all creation, it's the first thing Jesus did, he took them took the bread then, number, the next thing we do is he said the blessing the consecration let your spirit come upon these gifts this is my body said the blessing then, the next thing he did is 
he broke it and gave it to them. That's communion. And then finally, the last thing was, uh uh-oh, are we lost? The dismissal, where they had to go back to Jerusalem and spread the word. Now, somebody asked me, somebody asked me, uh, um, what do you think out of those four things, gathering right, liturgy of the word, liturgy of the Eucharist, the sending, what do you think is the most important of those? That's a hard question. You know, it's kind of like, kind of like asking a parent, which of your children do you love the most? <laughs> although, although I, I okay, I got I to tell you, this was kind of funny. Because last night at the confirmation retreat, I asked our teenagers, uh, so which one do you think is the most important? And afterwards, somebody comes to me and said to me, and I said that, you know, it's, it's like trying to say, which your kids do you love the most? And one of them came to me and said, yeah, my dad loves me the most, but my mom loves the other one the most. <laughs> so, you, may, you know, you may want to clarify that with them. Although, although honestly, I, I would have uh, said the same thing growing up. My dad loved my sister more, my mom me more, but, but it was not with bitterness or anything because my dad had a, a daughter before my sister and I were born who died of polio. So when he got the new daughter <laughs> to take her place, it's ha. Ah. And my mother compensated with me. <laughs> and, and yeah, everything, everything was fine. It was, it, was a, it was a great life growing up. But, you know, I've thought about that because if you, almost everybody would say, which is the most important? I think everybody would say probably liturgy of the Eucharist. The Eucharist, right? Depends on, yeah, yes. Yes, but, but how, do you, how do you dismiss the others? You know, Jesus present in the word, but particularly the great commission he gave us just before he ascended to heaven. The great commission was, so take what you've learned now and spread it to all the world, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that was given to all of us. So if we, if we took the, the Eucharist and just kept it for ourselves, ha-ha, this is mine, and didn't tell anybody about it, what, what, you know, the whole purpose of him coming, becoming one of us in the incarnation and going through the passion, death, and dying on the cross and rising from the dead, the whole purpose of it would be lost if we didn't spread the word and tell everybody about it. Would be the, what would be the point if we wouldn't do that? So, you know, I think you can make a good case that they're all equally important, but maybe the most important for us right now is to take what we do here and spread the word and stand up for it and give witness to it and make sure people know, particularly today, particularly today, in 1999, 70% of people in our country said they belong to a church. What do you think it is now? Yeah, just 25 years later, 39%. 30, 39%. And it's just getting more and more and more lost. Although, it did, I did read a uh, um, couple of news articles today <clears throat> that some famous people were starting to say big reason for the problems in our country today is that people have stopped going to church. 
And as they stop going to church, they forget that there's a moral code that we follow that has to do with how we treat each other. And if you don't go to church, you forget about that. And if we don't start giving witness to, to what we believe, in actions, if not in words, at least in actions, then, then what? So, anyway, important gospel today. Important. It's not just a story of these guys traveling and then so forth. It, it really is that celebration of celebrating Mass with the congregation for the first time. And then, just like they went back and they had to tell the apostles, guess what happened? We have to be willing to stand up for us too and say, this is what I do, this is who I am, this is what I believe. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.